Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Sherlock's Team Podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Georgina Blasky, Harriet Russell, and Becky Hull. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hello. I'm going to just say on the... From the offshoot, is that the way to say it? I'm just going to say it at the, on the be- outset. On the outset, at the beginning. <laughs> We've got a special treat for listeners, but you have to listen to the end of the podcast to find out what it is. So just so you know, don't switch off before the end because all will be revealed. Ooh. Anyway, how is everyone? How are you? You moved house this week. I did. This weekend. This weekend the hottest weekend of the year. Great, <laughs> yeah. great timing, oh, that one. Ideal. I would say broken. Yeah. I am broken. <laughs> yeah. I, I had no idea what I was getting myself into when I left the office on Thursday and walked home. And yeah, 14 years, we lived in our house, family of four, and the amount of stuff that left the building, I just couldn't believe it. And we had done a massive clear out. It just drains you on so many levels. You've got kind of the emotional goodbye, which is obviously, you know, you've had big life-changing moments in the house. It's, It's always sad. And then you've got the kind of, like mental load of the logistics of it and where all that's going to go. And then like physically you're lugging things around. And I kind of obviously cleaned the house a bit before we left. I've just been exhausted, (laughs) completely wiped. I think it takes like two weeks at least to kind of recover because even then once you're in the new place, then it's all the unpacking and the sorting and the clearing. I mean, we're nowhere near the unpacking. That's a whole other, it's definitely quite an experience. And people had said, oh, it's like the biggest things that can happen in your life, you know, moving, Mm -hmm. divorce, death, all these things. And I was like, oh, it can't be that bad. Everyone's exaggerating. (laughs) Now I'm like, oh my God, it's really tiring. I'm so tired. How do you feel emotionally as well? Like that's, how are the kids? Yeah, it was, it was a big lump in the throat moment. But actually the night before we carved our initials on a brick down the side of the house. My son put a little note in the rafters in the loft for anyone who might find it in the future. So we kind of did a few little things to just sort of say goodbye and not just ignore it and bury it we kind of faced it so actually when we left as I was waiting for the broken window to be fixed that Mm. the removal men had smashed (gasps) as they um, moved a wardrobe downstairs suddenly those sort of practicalities you kind of the emotional thing goes on hold because you're just like you know what I've just got to deal with this Mm. and get on with it we were saying to somebody this weekend actually that when you leave your house for the last time it's so far from the house that you know and love moving makes it so tatty if it yeah. wasn't already in need of another lick of paint or you know a bit of extra carpet here or whatever then then the moving itself makes it look so grubby and you know tvs come off the wall and you see the plugs hanging out of it and you can divorce yourself quite easily from it because it looks yeah. a bit gross and you're quite happy just to get out it's so true and actually you kind of realize 
the, your home is where the people you love are. Yeah. It's just walls, yeah. it's, you know. And, and actually, it's quite therapeutic seeing it empty. Yes. And those marks, you know, where the picture was, and it's got like a brown mark around it, and all that sort of stuff. You're not in love with it anymore. Exactly. It it turns you it's off. Like it. a breakup. You, you get the ick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and didn't you say, Georgina, that your son was like devastated? I feel like oh. I overheard that. Yeah. Other. Last week, that's why we had to do all these little rituals. And oh. He was in, you know, not sleeping. Remind me how old he is. So he's twelve. So it's the only house yeah. he's ever known. Like, yeah. His whole yeah. life. As he says, and it is, you know, it his is a whole big life. Thing. I do his think whole life. Like, we moved when I was about nine into the house that my parents still live in today, and that is the home. I know I technically grew up in the one before, but I don't really have that many memories from that first house. Yeah. And, and actually, the bulk of you know where I consider home and has always been home is the second house. So actually, I think you do move on quite quickly at that age. Yeah, so totally. I was the same. I I moved house when I was about nine or ten to the house my parents are still in now, the house where I got married, and I still say, right, come on, everyone, let's go home. Yeah. And they all look at me like, no, no, we are at home. We're going to your parents' house. I'm like, oh yeah, God, sorry. Yeah. And that's still, you know, mid-40s, yeah. get over it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'll, they'll be fine in no time with the new house. They will. You know the stresses of moving more than anyone. I ended up in the hospital the last time I moved house. I basically gave myself a gallstone over oh, no. it. Um, the buying process was incredibly complicated. I was very much in love with this one property. Flat hunting in London is like the worst. And finally found something but the the underlying lease was an issue and we had to go through a lot of legal loopholes to get it sorted and it took nine months which is a really long time for something that had no onward chain and I had no chain yeah. it should have been so simple but it really wasn't to be honest I've sort of outgrown it already especially over the events of the last well, year but I actually cannot face it yet no. I can't face the idea of buying somewhere else yeah. selling this and oh no I yeah. have to leave it a bit stay put I mean honestly had you told me that story a few months ago I'd have thought She's really exaggerating. How bad can it be? <laughs> what but a drama queen. You know what? At one point where you have to wait for your funds to clear and then go into the onward yeah. chain. And they and the bank said, oh no, it's going to be Monday. And we were like, <laughs> it's only 10 to 11. And what also, do you mean? And also presumably somebody was trying to move into your house that well, day. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we were no longer, you know, we you didn't, live to, there anymore. didn't live there yeah. anymore, but we were still there because I was fixing a broken window. Yeah. But I was kind of like, God, we're actually going to be homeless for the weekend. Yeah. It's just such a horrible, yeah. horrible yeah. feeling. I had not a dissimilar experience. I can remember going to clear my final check and put it in through banks or whatever it is that you have to do. And I remember turning up at the bank and they had barricaded the door and said, all of our systems are down, so no one can come oh in. There's no God. point. We can't do anything for you. So then I'm just like, this is before work, <laughs> rip-roaring around London, trying to find another branch to try and do this. And it's just awful. Like, nothing goes to plan. So we're trying to complete on a house before the stamp duty holiday ends, but we haven't exchanged yet. Oh no. So that's going to be fun. Right. You can exchange and complete on the same day. You can exchange and complete on the same day. And that's why basically we were lucky we got in with a property developer early. So before it hit the market and, but you can't have a mortgage valuation until a house has a flushing toilet and a working oven. So we are waiting for those things to be installed, which are happening on the 21st. Oh my goodness. I know. I know. So, you know, all banks, all lawyers are going to be rushing to complete everybody for the holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's going to rush it through. That toilet. Fingers crossed. That flushing toilet. That Keep flushing everything toilet. crossed me because yeah, I will. that is a chunk of money we have not budgeted for. So <laughs> let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, has anyone got anything to recommend? Becky, I'm going to come to you first. Do you know what? No, this is an absolute shocker from me. But I haven't, I've, aside from Mayor of Easttown, which I know we've discussed to death on the podcast probably, I've just finished that and I've actually got quite a big gaping hole now because that was one of the best things I've seen. If you haven't seen it, obviously watch it. But 
I've just been getting outside. Mm. And I know that sounds really kind of cliche, but I've honestly been enjoying going for a walk, watching the sunset at like half nine at night. I just haven't been sat down in front of my TV. And actually, I've kind of enjoyed it because... We've done quite a lot of that. Yeah, we've done so much of that. And for me, I hate sitting down watching TV while it's still light at like half nine at night. It just doesn't feel normal to Mm. me. So sadly, no recommendations. Apologies, gang. Last Sunday, before the weather got nice, I had no plans in the afternoon. I had evening plans, but got home from whatever I've been doing at like one and just chilled in the afternoon. And I honestly think lockdown has given me like trauma for chilling I hate this word but I find chilling now at home really triggering it just takes me back to I'm stuck in my house and it's the weekend and I've got nothing I, and I've got nothing to do and I have to stay here yeah. you're Harry you're nodding yeah because I'm very lucky my parents live in Surrey and a lot of our friends do a lot of my friends do so most weekends I tend to escape London even if it's just for one afternoon not necessarily the whole thing and this weekend was sort of a case in point I went on Sunday just for the day but every Sunday night at the moment my drive home from Surrey on a Sunday night is possibly like the lowest part of my week Mm. every week and it's kind of related to what I've just said about my flat not being maybe the place that I want to be anymore but there's also this like yeah I think trauma I was describing it as like quote going back to prison every week which is not quite the same because obviously we're in the office and there's a bit more variation thank god but there is very much this feeling of like, right, I'm going back to these four walls again that I know so well and I can only move X meters in so direction. Yeah. It's remarkable how in the first lockdown, I can remember them sort of officially saying, that's it on Monday night. You know, Boris was like, you know, Britain's at war kind of thing. Mm. And we'd already started working from home anyway and feeling quite relieved, feeling like, God, all the pressure's off. I can just stay here. This is amazing. I never spend any time at home. Mm. I'm always on the go. This is great. And I have to say, probably for the first maybe six weeks, I probably reveled in it. Mm. And so to see it go 12, 15 months and now be so like have this massive aversion to it I just yeah there was also such a novelty factor last year with you know it was banana bread and clapping for the NHS and (laughs) this kind of community spirit thing which certainly was not the case in the 2021 lockdown so I think that you know we all came out of it being like oh we've learned a lot and blah 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 and now it's just like oh yeah, I so remember saying, oh, it would just be two weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. to now be in this situation a year on. Know. Yeah. When we were laughing this weekend, we were saying we got the dog early on in lockdown because we were like, oh, and we'll be back to work in June. So, you know, then we'll get him into a routine by then. But it's June a year later and Ben still hasn't spent a day in the Has office. he not? Nope. He's not back. Not one. Hasn't, oh my no, God. Hasn't been to an office. How's he coping? Because you've said yeah. he's not coped he's, well. he's been very up and down with it. So there were times when he found it really difficult times when he found it completely fine and got really into a routine I think as long as he's routined mm-hmm. now he's fine mm-hmm. so it took him a while when we moved house and that was all very like yes found that very stressful I think the thing is when you're not going out and about your life becomes quite narrow doesn't it so mm. things that wouldn't have stressed him out at all a year and a half ago it wouldn't have been quite so disruptive to him but now because that's his whole life all day every day little things being out of whack really stress him out I hope that's something that he can shake long term yeah I'm sure it's like being old before your time it's a bit of a kind of grandparent thing I mean talking of recommendations Mm. and on this note I listened to quite an old episode now oldish episode of Desert Island Discs with Tim Peake the astronaut he has this very interesting bit in it where he's talking about his training to Mm. go into space and Lauren Laverne is saying you know obviously you're preparing to go into a very very small space with like four other people for six months and basically no contact with the outside world. I'm sure that sounds quite familiar (laughs) to a lot of people. Um, How do you prepare? And he lists off the training that they have to do. And it is intense. Mm. Like 
the amount of deprivation training they do like they have to live underwater for 13 days to get used to it like he just said the training is massively extensive and he is astounded that the majority of the population here were asked to do exactly the same thing with zero training Mm -hmm. and obviously there are degrees of being quote trapped because if you live in a huge country mansion then maybe it's not so bad (laughs) but you know it's all relative Mm -hmm. and I just if anyone needs a bit of like validation for what they might be feeling at the moment yeah definitely give it a listen because it was really eye-opening harriet anything else to recommend i suppose the only other thing that i've finished recently is the third season of motherland which dropped on bbc iplayer um, a couple of weeks ago i would say this season finally took a sort of step forward in all of their all the main characters regards so kevin is also the only dad in the mother circle um, and equally gets ribbed quite a lot for his sort of at-home dad status and has just sort of taken it in the past. And you just sort of wish that all these characters would start standing up for themselves. But in this season, it, it does move away from that. Is it a comedy? Yeah, it's okay. a comedy. It's a comedy about being mums. I've never like, heard of it. Literally never, never heard, heard of it. it. No, oh my but God, it's classic me. But I, would, I thought it was more like four mums. But no, you can, you can enjoy it. Oh, no. Not that, no. Well, I mean, I think mums will obviously relate to it mm-hmm. massively. But I also relate to it because growing up in a very sort of privileged shall we say part of the world the sort of minute kind of day-to-day goings on between these mum groups which are so out of proportion with the rest of the Mm -hmm. world but so funny Mm -hmm. because of that I recognize like the back of my hand okay it's something to relate to yeah I think I think a lot of people even if you're not a mum yourself maybe you recognize it in your own parents or mums in your area it's worth watching it's on Netflix isn't it uh, it's on the first two seasons are on Netflix and the new one is on BBC iPlayer. Okay. Noted. Thanks. Um, I will just, I'll give a quick shout out to a third series of a show that I love, which is the Kaminsky method. Um, I don't uh... know if any of you have watched it, but it's on Netflix. It stars Michael Douglas as, um, a guy called Sandy Kaminsky, who is an acting coach in LA and it is incredibly dry, incredibly funny. If you like Larry David, it's got that real kind of old Jewish man in Los Angeles kind of feel to it but it's just brilliant it's really really entertaining and like really different and sharp and funny and I just love it so I saw yeah. a trailer actually for that and I was going to watch it but I thought it was a film so it's not no, a no. film no three seasons it's brilliant oh, easy brilliant. to tune yeah, into really, then. Really love it. we thought today that we would give a Q&A a bit of a break and instead chat about some of the most popular pieces of content on Shillock so we've rounded up a list of some of the articles that you've been loving across sheer lux and when i say across it's quite wide ranging although it's mostly food isn't it it's mostly <laughs> food. so let's launch straight in and talk about wagamamas so one of the most popular pieces of content that we have ever written is what to eat at wagamama according to a nutritionist i'm not going to ruin anyone's fun by talking about what nutritionist says about wagamama but i do want to know what your wagger order is because i feel like everybody has a very specific one georgina so I am quite boring. I have the chicken ramen and or the chicken ramen, however you say it, and some edamame. Can I say there's a miso cod one? <laughs> Banging. Oh. Like, honestly, okay, so That's good. my next order. So I'm going to depart from the chicken you and should. prawn and go mm-hmm. with the cod. Um, yeah, and I do like the edamame. I think they're very nice. Salted edamame or the spicy one? Spicy. Oh, spicy is unreal. Mm. Good choice. Harriet? Um, I have to say, when I was a teenager, obviously I was a chicken katsu curry girl who was in. Yeah at times i feel like back in the day it was kind of either 
chicken ramen or chicken katsu curry. That was well, like you were you were a dry staples. or a wet person. <laughs> like, that's a horrible way to describe it. <laughs> wet food. But as a child, I can remember being taken to Wagamama for the first time by my aunt and uncle, who were like really alternative, cool London like hippies, basically. And she was vegan when no one else was vegan. She was like, "We're going to take you to this restaurant. We didn't know it was a chain." We were country bumpkins in the big city, big lights, whatever. And they ordered us ramen. And I can remember thinking it was the most disgusting thing I'd ever seen. Because I was like 12. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't look very pretty to And it fair. just wasn't mainstream. Yeah. Like, I mean, what 12-year-old in like 2001 was eating ramen? Like, yeah. Me, apparently. But anyways. <laughs> so I actually wrote Wagamama off for years. And then by the time I was in the sick form and we were starting to go out and starting to order it more, then yeah, I got into it. But actually now I've kind of gone off the katsu curry. I mean, cats with it's curry a is, lot. It's a lot. It's heavy. It's, it's heavy. Yeah, Unless I'm indulgence. ridiculously hungover, mm. which actually I have to say, I don't really do that anymore because it's just. So for me, it's classic pad thai now. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Really nice and simple. Any sides? I do love the vegetable gyoza, and actually, I get the vegan version of the pad thai because I just feel like it's actually got quite a lot of vegetables in it. So okay. you can sort of have a treat with the noodles, but still get, you know, vitamin hit or whatever. Okay. Good order. Becky? I'm almost scared to say this, but I've never been to Wagamama. <laughs> that is... Becky! Yeah. There's one down the road from here. We're going, <gasps> we're going on a date. I'm, seriously, and we're going for lunch. We're also looking at the girl that's never been to Southside since working in Wandsworth. I know, I can't believe you guys were <laughs> saying that the other day. Are you joking? Clearly. Sorry, for those listening, Southside is a shopping centre that's, that's <laughs> I don't know, what, nine minute walk from the office? Maximum. Max, like probably seven <laughs> to nine. So with that in mind, that I haven't been there, it should probably come as no surprise I've also not been to Wagamama. You're not, sorry, on Southside, I mean, you're not missing much. It's more just that if you need, like, a birthday card. Like, I've only ever been if I need birthday card and wrapping paper. Right. Yeah. But it's kind of got everything. It's got a cinema, technically. It's got Mm H&M. Like, I live right behind Southside, so I'm biased. I go there all the time. But I just can't believe people aren't making use of it. I I I used to go to Planet Organic quite a lot. Yeah. I go to the Waitrose. That's a good It's a really good Waitrose. It's a good Waitrose. It's It's kind of got everything but nothing yeah i know what you mean i don't think it's for like clothes shopping no. i know they've got a few bits but it's it's better for your lunch and i also actually to be fair when debenhams was there as well like if i needed a you know a cleanser or a i'd run out of yeah it had a good cosmetics, had a good well, cosmetics yeah well there we are hall. i should get myself down to oh, south side get, anyway well we'll carve out some time <laughs> we'll go and get a waggers and then you can have a stroll around the beautiful <laughs> yeah, south just south to say this there. podcast isn't sponsored it's by Southside. i just never hit up worker moments I like Anandos, well, but that's okay. a different topic. That's, so. that's, that's for another day, but noted. <laughs> but I'm enjoying what you eat. It sounds yeah. delicious. What about you, Charlotte? What do you order? Um, like you guys, back in the day, it was always about the chicken. Then I moved on to a now discontinued dish, which was a charhan, which was incredible. It was like a rice stir fry thing with chicken and prawns. And now I get a yakisoba, not the udon ones. I don't like udon noodles. So the ones mm-hmm. with the skinny noodles, mm. chicken and prawn. Always with duck goyeza on the side because oh, yeah. the duck goyeza there are one of the best side dishes of a chain, in my opinion. I mean, it all speaks to me. It sounds delicious. Honestly, phenomenal. I think also it's worth a little shout out for the juices. If you want yeah. a mm-hmm. non-alcoholic drink, they've got really kind of nice with like ginger in and mm. kind of quite zingy. Yeah. I quite like them. I don't know what it's called, but it's nice. Yeah, agreed. That's why you can go there for lunch as well. Mm. Good. And also they do, there's loads of healthy stuff now. They do poke bowls and salads and, mm. and buns as well. Do they? Bow buns. Yeah. <gasps> Oh, right, well then, I need okay, to get she's in. She's in. Someone <laughs> take me for a bow. Waggers is what I would always get in an airport as well. T5's got a massive one. Gatwick's got one. There are loads. That is my, like, before I got on a flight to Mallorca, straight to Waggers. Well, if you do want to know what is nutritionally sound at Waggers or what you should be eating um, to just be a bit healthier, hint, it's not a chicken katsu curry, <laughs> um, then have a look at the feature on the site. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Let's carry on with food chat, um, because actually some of our most popular features on site are just like recipes. So I'm going to throw you some of the recipes and I'd like to know how you use the key ingredients. So first up, we've got aubergine and peanut stew with pink onions. That sounds unreal. What do you do with aubergine, Georgina? So the last time I cooked aubergines, I sliced them, tossed them in coconut oil, coated them in panko breadcrumbs and baked them in the oven. And while they were baking, I just whipped up a little katsu curry sauce (laughs) and just poured it over the top. Yum. And it was delicious. So I did that quite a lot in first lockdown. And because you know you can buy, this all leads on very nicely, you can buy the bao buns in M&S which you literally just stick in the oven. Yeah. And so I was doing that and then putting them in a bao bum. Oh my God. Making a bit of spicy mayo. Wow. I'm actually yeah. so hungry. But then once, sorry, then once I made this and Ben got really sick, but I didn't. So I'm still sure it wasn't that, but I haven't been able to make it again since. Oh, <laughs> I hate when that happens. I know. He, it's like, he's like, never again, never again, never again. Oh. So there you go. M&S's bao buns for the oven. Delicious. Delicious. Becky, do you cook with aubergine much? Do you know what? No, but when we have cooked with aubergine, we've always just put it on the barbecue Mm. with like loads of herbs or something and wrapped it up in oil and it's always really charred, like just roasted veg with like couscous. I know Do you slice that or is it a whole aubergine wrapped in foil? Slice, like slap it, it, slice (laughs) it and put it all in tin foil with like oil Mm. and different herbs. You can stick it straight on the barbecue, like whole thing. And it's that skin, it's that fleshy, smoky, oh. Oh. The food. Mm, delicious. Harriet, right, what about you? Yeah, I don't like it. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really don't like the skin. It really sort of sets my teeth on edge. However, baba ganoush is one of my favorite mm-hmm. things on the planet. So it's not that I don't like aubergine full stop. It's just sort of how it's served to me. Got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Would you make a baba ganoush? I did make one in lockdown mm. and then got seriously depressed at how much cream is in it. Oh, and really? And oh. how probably not that good for you it is. I Certainly know. not as good for you as like hummus or something like that. No, that's uh, a really that's... bad thing when you make things fresh. You yeah. realize yeah. how much goes in. Do you know what? I eat so much taramasalata as well. Yeah, it's oh. like my favorite thing in the whole world. But I mean, it's literally just butter and cream yeah, and yeah, fish yeah. flavoring or something. <laughs> I wish I liked hummus. I don't like it. Again, it's a texture thing. It's like wallpaper paste to me. Oh, you've got to have the, you've got to get some proper hummus oh, nice down you. Love hummus. you need, yeah, forget the supermarket stuff. Mm. Find yourself some proper Israeli hummus. Mm, yeah. or, or I love Eastern a really Arabia. garlicky hummus as yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, God, I just like to say we're recording this at lunch. I know, it's, so it's quite late as well. It's actually 20 to 2. <laughs> oh, my so, God. So I know, I'm really sorry, everyone, depriving you of lunch. Um, let's talk about fish. Another very popular recipe uh, on shellats is herb and walnut crumbled fish with pickled red cabbage. Yum. Do you know what? I say yum. 
I'm not that into whitefish personally. Oh, I love it's whitefish. I love seafood. Super boring. Super boring. And just, I don't love, Ben's like dream meal is a piece of whitefish with some like veg and potatoes. Oh, Don't do it for me. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> no, 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 it's so boring. Yeah, all is very welcome. Becky, into whitefish. I love whitefish, probably because I used to work in a fishmonger's. So I am uh, all about Tell us more about that. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I used to work in what, a When you were young, it's like a Saturday job. One of my brothers used to um, own the fishmonger's. So oh, I worked cool. there for him. Yeah. And we used to like gut the fish. That was the worst on a hangover. Yeah. Oh. Sometimes you'd find a fish inside a fish. It was <gasps> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> it was actually, awful. yeah, it was one of those jobs where looking Sorry, back no. skip it was such heebie-jeebies. <laughs> oh, that would make you non-hungry for a bit. Um, but it was one of those jobs where looking back, it was so random. But, you know, it gave me a bit of money and Life I skills. still like fish, thankfully. Yeah. I also cannot cut a head off of it like I'm not squeamish but, but if I've got a hole I have to get bent I cannot chop off that head but it makes you know so what? squeamish it's the, it's the soaring through the yeah. neck oh, and, the, and the crunch the yeah, actual the crunch, crunch. Yeah. but working in a fishmonger's I've never been able to eat lobster since because it's just oh, it's, really it's put really me yeah. traumatic yeah it's yeah. very traumatic but whitefish I love and I love monkfish especially mm. so like meaty but if i was going to cook it i like to do it with thai seasoning mm. and with noodles you can do white fish easily like pan fry it with i don't know garlic anything that's thai any nice sauces chili sauce and then you just whip it up with noodles and it's like the best like crispy mm. noodles with white fish is crispy. one of my favorite things mm. oh yeah. i love it so much it's very healthy healthy like yeah it. until you put all the sauces on but yes <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. hurry up <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm suppose I'm the same, which is that I quite like it, but it has to be interesting. And I think one of my best recipes that I came across, I think it was Nigel Slater one. Don't quote me, mm-hmm. but he has this recipe I think for smoked haddock mm-hmm. that you sort of bake, I suppose, in like this white cream sauce with lardons and leeks. Oh, it's supreme. Oh, that sounds really sounds wholesome. So yeah, mm. wholesome, mm. indulgent, mm. <laughs> yum, yum, unreal. Um, Georgina, whitefish. I good, good family really monk, hate monkfish. Do I find it chewy and rubbery. Oh. Maybe I've had not had good monkfish. I was going to say, maybe. poorly cooked. I don't know. <laughs> I much prefer salmon. I quite like sea bass pan fried, just with sort love of garlicky butter and really simple fish and chips. Love that mm. bit of batter on my fish. So I don't know. I mean, I buy it and I cook it. I t- I do quite a nice one where you you put rice in a casserole dish and you put the fish on top and mm. you put in like cherry tomatoes, basil. And some stock, and you just That's whack it in the Jamie oven. Oliver one. It's, it's Jamie, Jamie Oliver yeah. <laughs> from his Five Ingredients yes. book. Yeah, um, and he also Basil, livens up some cod with chorizo quite a bit yes. in that book. Ooh, yeah. 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 Half the recipes have chorizo into well, them up. Easy flavour. Yeah. yeah. So no, but it, I would always take salmon over whitefish. Okay, any day of the week. Well, I mean, ultimately, I'd always take sushi or shellfish over. Whitefish. I day. love shellfish. Yeah, like, I really love, love shellfish. I just yeah. love fish. I didn't really know this about yeah, myself. Yeah, so I don't love fish. Honest. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, mm. well, I quite like it, but mm. yeah. Do you know one thing I hate, though, is I hate kedgeri. You know, that di- oh, I don't like that. Kedgeri, yeah. Oh, I can't eat that. Absolutely Why? not. Why? What, so what about smoky it? So smoky and mm. oh, yeah, it well, really yeah, I stays, like it stays with you for far too long. That's how That's how I feel about chorizo. Yeah. Oh, you don't like chorizo? I like it, but it's it's there all day. Yeah. 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 Oh, White fish in a fish pie, actually, mm-hmm. just a balance of unsmoked and smoked. Well, yeah, I love yeah. it. With your salmon and yeah. prawns. Just make it up, chuck in whatever you like. That's how yeah. I would mainly go for white fish, actually. Also, if you're in a rush, the Charlie Bigham one is supreme. It's so good. Okay. I've never bought a Charlie Bigham 
Hi, I, I oh, you I look shell shocked. Like yeah, no, <laughs> I like him. <laughs> Going back to the curry theme, I did try his butter chicken curry, which I think is a new one recently, and that was it's good, very, very good, really, mm. really tasty, but not too spicy. Oof. Oh, nice, yeah, I'm good on that. Okay, and finally on the food front, can we just talk about cakes? So lemon and elderflower loaf cake. Oh, I wonder what it is about that. It sounds lovely. It doesn't like thrill me i'm not sure what it maybe it looks really pretty on the site don't know wonder what it is about that there's really excited people does lemon and elderflower yeah oh, do you know why mm. i reckon that has tickled people's fancy it's because i think people just want to update a classic but i think people a lot of the time want the basics with just a little something mm. and clearly a splash of elderflower that might just be, be yeah. the trick i can imagine that's nice i bet that's quite light yeah sweet enough without being too much because you've got the balance of the lemon i mean What's who am i <laughs> chef over here <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect summer bake yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should write the copy for this um so someone on my desk the other day gave everybody else the challenge of ranking cake, sweets, chocolate, biscuits in terms of personal preference. What's yours, Georgina? Oh my God. What, right now? And there's well, no just time? like in general. Okay, so <laughs> what is in order of those things or one for each category? No, 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 like order of those. Like what would oh, you prioritise? Do that. Probably sweets, biscuits, chocolate, cake. What is your biscuit of choice? Like number one top biscuit ever. I just quite like that balsam, rectangular, dark chocolate with a biscuit bottom. I don't even know what it's oh, called. Yeah. Oh, oh Leibniz. Chocolate Leibniz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With like, yeah. With like so the scallop edge. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah those. Because yeah. mainly Solid they're choice. heavy on chocolate and yeah. light on mm-hmm. base. That's, that's why they're so <laughs> good. I agree with that. Chocolate. Becky, what's your order? Chocolate, cake, biscuits, then sweets. Okay. Because I don't get me wrong, I love a pick and mix as much as the next person, but I am a definite, like I love chocolate and cake. Oh my God, I had Colin in a jar the other day. (gasps) Can you, oh my God, can you talk about Colin in a jar? It was a real moment. Like (laughs) I genuinely have never, I've heard so much hype around it. Like two of my friends were like, you can't get him anyway. He's really hard to get hold of. And he was just, sorry, I don't like calling it him because it's as if he like died (laughs) and was shoved in a jar. But I was just in MS near where I live and I just found Colin in a jar. He is a bit like the golden ticket. Sorry, it is what? It is a smashed up Colin it's the Caterpillar. It's smashed up Colin cake, Colin yeah. the Caterpillar cake in a jar with his head on the top. I'm not just saying this. It was way better than what I expected despite liking the original Colin. Mm. It's got more chocolate butter icing in. Oh. It's really satisfyingly mashed with the cat. Honestly. And you just, you literally just spoon it out the jar. You just spoon it out. Harry's like, you're going to share that? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like every time you come on the podcast, you have a new Colin the Caterpillar product to recommend. It does sound. And she's doing their PR. Yeah, I'm doing their PR. They're never going to let out. So you found that in Brighton? So I found it actually, Mm. it's in a place called Hayward Seath, sort of not far from Brighton. As in you didn't find it down the road (laughs) As in I did not find it in London, no, sadly. So yeah, my order would always be chocolate, then cake, biscuits and sweets. Chocolate of choice. Love a crunchy. Oh my god, a, cr- a the crunchy. crunchy. Yes. Oh. I'm not even sure that qualifies as chocolate. That to me Does is it honeycomb with, with a very thin chocolate. That's a, that's yeah. a bit sweet, isn't it? I don't know if you guys saw my Insta stories last night, but I was just browsing delivery, which is one of my favourite activities. <laughs> and um, and found, so there's an American candy store near me. These are the Kit Kat flavours they have. Kit Kat mocha and chocolate. Okay, fine. Kit Kat apple pie. Kit Kat mint and dark chocolate Kit Kat birthday cake oh that would be me and Chris wafers in white cream Kit Kat wow it's not the catchiest name but anyway isn't that crazy they all speak to me apart from the apple pie 
But I feel like I need to try the apple yeah, pie. Yeah, I need to try it. Just it was know. just three pounds, which feels excessive for a Kit Kat. Oh, Plus God. the delivery on Plus, delivery. I mean, it would have yeah. been like a nine pound. Yeah. Kit Kat, so it's not worthwhile. <laughs> just but, on Kit Kat. But I can pop down to the shop. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe we need to do a taste test. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Actually, or if American Sweets are listening, that would be great. Um, Harriet, what's your order? Oh, I've been thinking as people go around. I think it changes with the seasons, actually. Mm. So I would say right now in summer, it's sweets, cake, biscuits, chocolate. Sweets, cake, biscuit, chocolate. Interesting. Because okay. in the summer, yeah, the chocolate that. thing is like, it's messy to me. It's in my head. It's like, I've got to hold it or it's got to sit in the drawer and you know, complicated. Okay. Sweets are like, they're good to go. Okay. They can just, sweet, you know. Sweet of choice. I love a dolly mixture. Classic. <gasps> Fucking love a dolly mixture. I've yeah. had a dolly mix in ages. No. Oof. Like old school pick and mix me is like one of the mm. greatest joys of life that has been like wiped off the face of the planet. Uh, yeah. No. Have you not used pick your mix? Oh my god! I got sent no. a kilo bag. Oh my of god! Pick you need skin. I get their marketing emails because <laughs> <laughs> I, I ordered one time. Pick your mix, like pick your, but you know. So slang. you just order it all online. Is online de- is you- the delivery insane though? <laughs> no, it's not. It's like twenty pounds. No, really it's, it's like a huge. But I think it's either ten pounds or twenty pounds, depending on what bag you go for. It's not like three quid at the cinema, but it, I mean, you'll get a healthy amount. You get an it's absolute amazing, unit of it, and it, yeah. it will last you for weeks. I also had there was one on delivery during lockdown. Can't remember what it was called, but that was also a fun afternoon. Um, um, Charlotte, what's your order? Like when push comes to shove, <laughs> probably chocolate, biscuit, cake, sweets. Oh wow, we're all different. We're all different. Very different. Isn't that interesting? But today, being about twenty-eight degrees outside, if you'd put ice cream on the list, that would be absolutely the top. I, I completely agree. I'd love an ice cream on a day like today, but we've had ice cream channel podcast before. Yeah. But generally, I could take or leave an ice cream, mm. but not today. It's, it's just so not a year-round thing for me, ice yeah, cream. Yeah, me too. But I must admit, it. I wouldn't mind like a tangy sweet right now. A tangy sweet. So maybe it's a seasonal I think you just, thing. I think you're hungry. Rhubarb and custard, yeah. candy kitten, or one of those. Oh, oh a candy kittens. I do love a candy kitten. I love like a Percy. Oh, I love a Percy. Mm. Fizzy Percy's. I love mm. sweets that taste like foam. Yeah, oh no, I love foam. <laughs> do you banana. Know what I mean? <laughs> a banana or a shrimp yeah. are like my number one. It's like so gross. So they're my least favourite sweets. Oh, interesting. What's your pick and mix choice? Well, like rhubarb and custard, oh, yeah. pear drops. Those kind of ones that when you were little and you go in the old-fashioned sweet shops and they have all the jars. All yeah. the boiled ones. Sweet shops. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the ones that last, you know. Yeah. You pop them mm. in your mouth and you're still going five minutes later. You know, <laughs> yeah. that is... It's like a cost per wear, whatever. Cost per... Get cost for money, yeah. Well. But anyway, yeah. Cost, cost per suck. There we go. There's your quote for Instagram. <laughs> I like a bit of licorice as well. Anything mm. licorice-y. Oh, have you had Danish licorice? Really no. dark, really, really salty. They sell it in Ikea mm. and other places. Oh, no, but um, on the latest My Jealous season, she had a box of li- yes, different types of licorice. That. You see, I yes, saw that, like, yeah. More licorices from all over the world, which is, Yeah. So my mum's Danish and when we would go to Denmark, we'd come back with the strongest licorice you could get. And Mm. I remember we would eat it and we would get sweat drops come out our nose. It's that strong. I know the type. Yeah. I get that with Maltesers. Maltesers make me really hot. They make my face really like flush. Like too many Maltesers. I mean, they make me really thirsty. Maybe that's, maybe it's a salt thing, but they make me really like, like, and a bit like that, a bit like as if, as if they were sour. That's so weird. weird. Right? That's so weird. Anyway, as I think we've proven, we've got lots of great recipes on the site. So um, do have a look at the recipe segment on the site for more food. Let's move on because one of the most popular articles that we ran over the last few weeks was 60 gifts to buy for a girlfriend. It wasn't a gift guide. It wasn't in aid of anything particular, but it was because I don't know about you guys. This happens to me all the time where mm. you're like, shit, I need a present for somebody. And it's whether it's, a, you know, a house gift, whatever it may be. I feel like girls buy other girls gifts quite a lot. So it was just... Some good inspo. So 
I mean, it's quite a big question, but what is your fail safe, need to send a friend something, can't go wrong gift? So I would always just get very unoriginally, but something like a dip tea candle, you know, I know it's, it's a bit of a cliche, but I think they're always going to like it. But then recently I had a birthday a couple of weeks ago and I was given by different friends who I was seeing, now we can see each other. <laughs> and one bought me the kind of small size little Charlotte Tilbury mascara. Someone got me a NARS palette. I had all these like little bits and bobs and it was just really exciting. And I thought, God, I need to up my mm. gift game from the Diptyque handle and try and do something a bit more original. I think beauty is so nice to get mm. as a gift because it's the kind of thing that you don't necessarily treat yourself to a new color or a new whatever it is. You and buy the same old favorites, don't you? Yeah, exactly. And because people know different brands and their favorites in their brand or whatever it is, when someone gives you something like that, it just feels really personal. So yeah, that was a really interesting gift to get. Yeah. Really nice. Thanks. One of the best presents I've seen someone else give someone is restaurant vouchers at the moment. I mm. think it's such a nice idea because you're obviously sort of like advanced supporting these restaurants. So even if they have to close again, please God no, they've sort of had that upfront cash. And then what you're essentially saying, it's not like you have to cover the whole meal. It's not like you have to give them a voucher for like 100 quid or something. But even if you give them just a voucher for 20 or 50 or whatever, you're essentially saying like, knock, the, knock this off your bill, my treat, mm. like the wine's on me or whatever. Mm. And I thought that was a really nice original way of doing it. Because I'm, I'm kind of this person who's like a bit over stuff sometimes mm. and I think it's hard especially for people who quote have everything to sort of add more stuff to their life necessarily so then you're always like okay we'll get them something experience based and it's like they might not want to do something with me or like or... go on like a, also, I feel like experiences are like go on a drag race yeah, or like, yeah. I, sorry and I don't mean the fun kind I mean the car kind yeah <laughs> yeah um so this was quite a nice idea and I thought actually given the times we're living in it's quite sort of timely as well mm. isn't it um but then I suppose fallback is just booze as well yeah. like really yeah. nice bottle of wine really nice bottle of rosé like there's also so many booze brands around these days that have such beautiful bottles yeah. and such lovely branding. Obviously, it's lovely to get a bottle of Hendrix or whatever it is, but actually you can go so much more niche or cool or quirky um, Definitely. In, something, in a way that looks really kind of personal. And, it's, and it can be really last minute if you've yeah. like forgotten or you're invited to something at the last second. You know, just pop into Waitrose. And I, I mm. swear, even Waitrose has some of the nicest yeah. bottles these days. Yeah, um, so true. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's an easy yeah. one. If all else fails. Becky? Well, it's funny you ask, actually, because last night I spent ages trying to find something to send to one of my best friends who lives in Australia. And I was stuck for so long. And then I know they're everywhere at the moment, but I've sent her some really beautiful dried flowers because mm. I thought it's something she can keep for ages. And hopefully, like, I've not seen her in such a long time. You know how it kind of just reminds you of someone when you see those things. So that was kind of the idea behind that. So yeah, always that, always alcohol, but also I'm buying for two friends actually at the moment for a wedding coming up and we're going to get them pig vouchers. And oh, I thought so actually nice. off the back of what you said, Harriet, a voucher for any experience like that, that you can go and just enjoy and kind of those places that are a bit more expensive but mm. can then be a bit more attainable I yeah. just think there's so mm. many places as well that you can get really nice vouchers yeah. and also the pig's good because there are so, there are so many yeah. Yeah. And, the, so. and the vouchers last for two years so oh, that's good. yeah so you kind of can go at your own leisure similarly a Mr and Mrs Smith voucher is also a really good gift yeah. nice. because again even if they only put it towards like a bottle of champagne in the room yeah yeah, it's a nice thoughtful gift isn't it can I tell you the best gift the girlfriend ever gave me was a friend gave me a box of books and I don't know, there were maybe kind of seven or eight and each one had a note on it, like for when you're sad, oh, for when oh. you need something nostalgic, for when you oh, need something sweet. to chew up. And you know, each one had like a purpose and a reason, which I just thought was so personal, so 
I mean, easy in inverted. I mean, that sounds that sounds kind of flippant. I don't mean like you know. It's just anyone could do that. You also don't need to do it kind of to that extreme. You could just give one. I, I love the idea of gifting your friends books yeah. that mean something. But yeah, I'll always remember that. I thought it was so lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on a more superficial level, if you know, when in doubt, I just liberty. Yeah, liberty yeah. is oh, the best. Oh my god, the, the best. best. Literally. Yeah. Obviously, I had to buy loads of stuff for friends' kids the other day. A load of kids were turning one and two. And again, so many goodies. Yeah. Just like little bits that you can't find anywhere else. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, really yeah. recommend. So there we go. Um, I'm just having a look at the feature now. Um, so we divided it up by price point. So whether you're looking for something under 50 quid, like you know a lovely coffee table book or the basket back from Dalesford that everyone in this office seems to be carrying these days or hair scrunchies, little bits like that. Um, under a hundred, we've got things like a Smithson notebook or oh, napkins. I feel like everybody's into napkins well, and table napkin. setting these days, don't they? So that, yeah. that works. And under 150 pounds. See some Liberty goodies in here, guys. And yeah, pieces of jewelry, vases, um, and then up to slightly more expensive gifts as well if you're buying for a big birthday or something like that. So we really do have it all. So have a look at the feature if you need a bit of inspo. I think that's just about it for today. If you enjoyed that, please do rate, subscribe and tell your friends. And also, most importantly, please do leave us a review. It really, really helps. And what we should say, I tease this a bit at the beginning of the podcast, is that anybody who leaves a review for us is now eligible for an SL tote bag for free. You can't buy those. Exclusive merch. They are. It's exclusive merch. You can't buy it. Only the coolest kids like us carry them around. So definitely, definitely do leave a review and then just send a screenshot of your review to info at sheerlux.com with your address and a tote bag will be on its way to you and you can twin with all of us. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.